Welcome to the Black Hole Podcast. You see it all the time, you hear it all the time, especially on the internet. In regards to slavery, uh, slavery was no big deal. It happened a long time ago. Why can't they just get over it? They were never slaves. You know, everyone was, everyone's answers to having slavery involved in it, you know, was enslaved somewhere at some point. Also, in regards to reparations, you hear, why do I have to pay for the reparations? None of them were slaves. We deserve reparations. We don't deserve reparations. So you hear all these arguments going back and forth. And today, that's what I want to talk on. So if you're going to listen, listen to the end. My ideas, my point might actually open your eyes a little bit. Might, I might say something interesting to you. But here we go. Okay, as regards to slavery, what people often don't understand the issue, the meat of the issue actually is not the slavery itself, but the racial caste system that was put in place due to slavery. Okay, and it happened not just in the United States. You go from what? From the US down to Argentina, right? Wherever in the Western hemisphere you had slaves, you had some type of caste system put in place. In the Latin world, it was more intricate and maybe more official in a way. United States, it's a more legal, legalistic country, so it, things are more enshrined directly, uh, indirectly, but they were enshrined in law without saying, using caste system or hierarchical systems. Without actually saying it, the laws kind of propped it up. The laws kind of, it made it the reality. Even though we never, the laws of the United States never exactly said, okay, we have a racial caste system. Okay, never said it, but we were no different from in the United States, no different from any part of the Americas. Latin America, the Caribbean, they all have these racial hierarchical systems. Slavery, this was a result of the slavery. You know, you had to keep the whites in their position, blacks in their positions, and other people in their position. Now, usually the, usually the natives, Native Americans are put off to the side somewhere, especially the United States, but definitely blacks on top of whites with anything else, with anything else being sandwiched somewhere in between, depending on your degree of whiteness. So let's say a Northern or Western European is gonna be above a, a Southern European. That's gonna be above an Asian or whatever else, you know? Black's gonna be on the bottom. A biracial, mulatto, mixed, whatever, is gonna be on, above the black. And this system, this is what has not been, now you, you can ban slavery, slavery's banned. You can pass civil rights acts. You can make policies for equal housing in segregation. You can pass these policies, but this caste system, which was, the caste system was more so the reality for many people. I mean, it got, it got passed down from granddaddy, the grandson, the neighbor. It, it got passed down, and this caste, racial caste system became part of the culture. Okay? All the government laws you want, 
you can pass does not do that. All the end of slavery, it does not, it does not end the racial caste system. Okay. Now, depending what which circles you're in, depending on what communities you're in, what part of the country you're in, the caste system, it, it can be stronger, or weaker, and, and and through time too. It's grown stronger. It's grown weaker. It's grown stronger and weaker. It, it ebbs and flows with the conditions of the United States. So the United States is flying high. I, I think maybe it was it was maybe weaker, even though on paper it may not seem like this. It was maybe might have been weaker in the post-war eras leading up to the civil rights movement. It was weaker then, definitely than it, it could be in actually in the 70s or so, or 80s. It has, to, it has to do with the economical climates. It has to do with the social climate of the day. So it ebbs and flows, right? Ebbs and flows with the, the perceived highs and lows of the country. When immigrants come to the United States, first thing they learn, they, they learn to lay the land and they get the information from their fellow immigrants that were here before, they get it from the media, they get it from white society, black society. They, you know, they get their cues from that and they fall in line. All oh, this stuff, things work here. So it falls in line. They fall in line with it, which it, which works perfectly because in their countries, most countries on earth have some kind of hierarchy or caste system. And that could be based on your tribe, could be based on your religion, could be based on ethnic group, could be based on finances, rich over poor. That's in many places of the world. Everyone has some place, some way to decide who's on bottom, who's on top. In America, the black is on bottom. Everything else is above the black. White's the most, the most highest ideal, right? So you get, you get a lot of these foreigners coming over here. They see, oh, to be the, the best thing to be, be white. So they're going to ascribe to the ideas that they perceive to be white. Now, I know all, all white Americans, just like all black Americans, all whatever Americans, no one's a monolith. Everyone has their own views and ideas. But in general, I say this is true in general, you're going to see a lot of, uh, usually the immigrants are going to fall in line with whatever the white society is doing. I'm, I'm talking about immigrants also from Africa, Caribbean. They're going to fall in line with that. So immigrants of any color, even though they're from Africa, are going to be even above black black Americans. So you got this system that was put in place with slavery that still exists. And that's why slavery should be brought up. It's okay to be brought up, talked about. Don't fo- it should be focused on because it, it is the past. It affects the present. What we need to focus on is the future. That's where the focus should be. A hot topic is reparations. As far as reparations goes, if anything was going to happen, it had to have happened with, during Reconstruction, that period up to 1880. Okay. That was the opportunity if the United States wanted to do something for the enslaved, it had to happen then. It ha- that's when it had to have occur- occurred. Would it be, I-, I don't think they would have ever gave money, but land grants, you know, America had all this land they stole for the natives, so that would have been a good time for that. 
you know, land grants, something, something, you know, that would have been time to do it. If the United States government were to get be the one doing it. The problem with reparations is that such so much time has passed. It really is impossible to see who is a descendant of slaves and will be entitled to such reparations. That's one problem because there's 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 many lines that have gone from a black line to a white line. It takes three generations. It takes three generations. If you have a black man, man and woman, their offspring, their offspring breeds with a white person or something non-black. All it takes for that offspring's kid, that new mixed race child, if it breeds with a white, if it breeds with a Mexican, whoever, that kid is not going to be visibly African-American. You're not going to be able to tell. And we've, we've had about four or five generations in some case since slavery. So who really is, who really are the descendants of the enslaved? Some of us can clearly, you know, my family, my family directly interested. No, my mother's side was enslaved by the Native Americans. So are they the ones that owe me money? <laughs> you know, are they the ones that owe us my family money? And what tribe, how, you know, you know, what tribe is actually exactly going to pay? And I do, I do know the tribe, actually, but they get them. But it's, a compli- it, it, it's complicated now, you know. It's complicated, and there's it's no real solution because you got factors in this. Who should pay? Well, get the United States doesn't have its own money, actually. The United States government has zero money. The money it has to spend each year, supposedly these are tax dollars. Now they print money out of nowhere when they feel like it. If they want to give Ukraine, give whatever, but bad economic policy. And that's our tax dollars. Eventually, one way or another, if we're going to be citizens of the United States, we got to pay that bill. That's our bill. Think about the government uses a credit card. The government lives on credit card. That's what the government lives on. It doesn't have its own money. We're the ones paying this credit card bill. So we're the rep, the tax dollars we've given. Those tax dollars would have to be given to us as reparations, along with the tax dollars of the Chinese immigrants. This is count there. The guy that just crossed from Mexico last week. You know, well, I don't know if he pays taxes. Anybody else that came here pre-slavery had honestly had nothing to do with it. The country might have benefited, but did they benefit directly? No, probably not. It was hard for everybody back then. And so who should pay? Unless you can find, let's say this, let's say, let's say Amazon was 250 years old company, right? And that company used slaves. Okay, clear case. I know Howard, not Howard, but Harvard, Harvard. They use slaves to make some building or something. So they made some policy to try to rectify that. The descendants of those people. That makes sense. Individual organizations or companies that benefit from slavery. I think they should. People should come out, come at them. If they could prove their ancestors was enslaved by that company or that organization. Yeah, that's who should get reparations. So it should not be blanket reparations given by U.S. government. U.S. government. If you look at it straight from a 
a pragmatic and a straight from a, a legal standpoint, U.S. government did not own plant. It did not directly own plantations. The U.S. government did not own slave ships. The U.S. government is not liable for the slavery that its citizens practiced, which was law at the time. It was law. You know, we weren't a people. We were black men were three fifths, right? Three fifths. I don't know if they had to count it. That they count all slaves, all slaves three fifths. I think they did. We weren't considered humans or people at the time. And that's just the that is the truth of it. Thus the constitution did not apply to us. We had no rights. You know, these slave owners were following the law of the land back then. That was the law of the land. You know, the United States itself, the government of the United States cannot, or any state government, cannot be held directly liable for slavery. Because slavery was a thing, it was, it was its own private market. You know, just like cars or tech, technology, agriculture, they're on their, their own private sectors. Slavery was its own private sectors in, in which the United States inherited the United States inherited slavery from the pre from the colonial days. So it's something that the United States had to deal with and didn't deal with it till the Civil War. I do think I do think the United States made the government, the United States government made some sincere efforts actually. The United States government is the one that ended Jim Crow, into slavery, into segregation, passed the Civil Rights Act, anything equal housing, the United States government did that. I remember the United States made up the United States government, federal government and then the state governments. Now the state governments, there might be some case, some state governments you might actually have some, in some situations, I, I know California, they, they stole some land near the beach to make something, you know, they didn't pay the black residents. There's individual, there's some cases, individual cases that you might have some grounds to go after state governments or local governments for something that some wrong they did. Okay, pursue that. But this blanket fantasy, this blanket, this little fantasy of reparations, like the Chappelle Show parody, just handed out by the government, millions of dollars to each black person. Never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. On a small scale, that may never happen either. If you hear any politicians speaking on reparations, like they're lying, they're lying, they're lying, they're trying to manipulate you to get a vote, or they're trying to stir up their base to come against to come uh, to come against reparations because they're they're basing like reparations. So they just want to they want to mention it to get their base mad. So the right plays that trick, the left plays their tricks, and it's all about manipulation of the electorate. That's what it's all about. And African Americans shouldn't be. We've been fooled enough. We've been fooled enough. Let's stop being fooled by these politicians on either side about this jank, about this, these reparations. Okay, let's stop being fooled about it. We were once considered three-fifths, three, not even real humans. Today, any one of us can go out can work at most places we want to. We can move to most places we want to. We can vote. 
our ancestors would would have called that a win. Okay, we're winning from from where we start, where we came from to where we are now. We're winning. We're winning. We're doing good. The next stage is just. We got the freedom, we got opportunity. We need to utilize it better. We need to use that, utilize it more effectively. But the government can't do that for us. The government can't. It can't stop the violence in the urban areas. It can't stop the broken families. Governments can't stop the drug use. Governments can't stop the wasted potential. Okay. We as individuals, we as community, we have to work on ourselves, make better families, make better decisions. And that that is our we give ourselves our own reparations that way. That's why I advocate for giving ourselves our own reparations. I might talk more about this in the future. I might talk more in the future, but that's it for today.